Today, we'll be having what's called the talk in the finance world. It's retirement talk. I promise this will be different from the boring old save everything you can for retirement and the 4% rule. This is meant to be more engaging and thought provoking. So stick with me here. I really hope that everyone listening to this that is an adult and working a career job has at least some kind of a plan to be setting themselves up for retirement now. The classic plan right now is to work hard when you're young and contribute to your 401k at work until you're 65 and retire. People dream of retiring on a beach in California and living out their last days there in complete peace and happiness, just living on your savings. The bad news is that this almost never happens to the average person in that exact way. That way has been preached to us by the rich Wall Street retirement fund managers that just want us to invest in their funds because honestly they care more about us getting them paid than us being happy and set up to live a happy retirement lifestyle. People are realizing that this classic American retirement dream is out of reach for the average person. What usually happens is so many of us contribute to our 401ks at work for all of our working years, get close to retirement before we start actually paying attention to where our money has been going and figuring out our balance and what our retirement is actually realistically looking like. It's sad to say that it usually is a pretty disappointing realization. Retirement then becomes this discussion of what in my lifestyle can I cut back on to have enough money to last what will hopefully be a long retirement life. This is not a very happy way to start your retirement. People dream of their retirement providing them the same income that they were having during their working years, but that just is not usually the case. To make matters worse, retirement usually ends up being much more expensive than people had planned for. Because of expenses like the healthcare costs not covered by Medicare, or maybe a home renovation to accommodate you not being able to get around like you used to when you were younger. I want to give a different perspective on retirement and a new goal for people to be shooting for. Let's come up with a new plan that works better because the old one just simply hasn't. In each part of this plan, it's supposed to combat those downfalls of why retirement dreams fail for so many people. The first step is to not think of retirement as doing absolutely nothing from the day you put in your resignation letter to the day you die. You're never going to do absolutely nothing. It's like when you're a kid and all you ever dream of is not having to go to school. If you ever got sick enough to have to stay home all day while everyone is at work or at school, then you can just imagine the boredom that starts to set in. After a few days of that, you would almost fake feeling better just so you can go be with your friends at school again. The point is that you will be so empty if you plan to do absolutely nothing in retirement, you will want to keep busy. The difference is that you can now do what you want to do. That may be fishing all day, woodworking, volunteering at a children's hospital, bike riding. It could literally be anything you want. The point is that you will fill your time with something. The question is, what will that something be? Let's do a quick thought experiment for a second. What if your favorite hobby became your side hustle? then you would be making an income in what you call retirement. What if your hobby was woodworking, you set up an online store and began to sell some of your products to people? What if that made you a modest income of 20,000 a year just doing that, what you love? What if you love music and your side hobby was working at a music store giving guitar lessons to kids after school? What if that made you 30,000 a year in what you're calling your retirement? Wouldn't that be a nice addition to your savings? 
What if we made the retirement goal to be reaching a point where you are financially stable enough to be able to do what you actually love doing for income rather than having to do a job that you don't have a passion for for so long just to live that you dream so hard of doing absolutely nothing for 30 years after that? Even if doing what you love doesn't make you rich, doesn't it sound like a much better ending? Your retirement dream should be to start doing what you love doing for income. Now there's two parts to this. The first part is that you should prepare realistically as far as how much income you would make with doing that hobby that you love doing. If you'd love a retirement hobby of being a substitute teacher or a pet setter, then look up the salary of a substitute teacher in your area. Look up the going hourly rate of a pet setter and plan accordingly. Don't set yourself up for failure by planning unrealistic expectations for your income, especially when you have the answers to the question right here. The second part to this is to plan for your liabilities to be as low as possible once you get into that second phase of your working years. You don't want to go into this part of your life with a mortgage. You don't want to have a car payment. You don't want to have an outstanding personal loan. You want all of these things to be paid for and owned 100% outright by you. By not having any unnecessary living expenses eating away at your income, your required income to retire goes way down, which means you could enter this second phase of your career way earlier. Once you're living debt free, you almost immediately are able to go leave something that you hate doing to go do something that you love, even if it may bring you less income, because that exact same lifestyle you are living is now much cheaper. This is what is called financial independence. You are set free from being forced to do a job you hate just for the money to be able to pay your debts and bills. You aren't financially dependent on that job anymore. You would have the freedom to be able to quit and go live your best life doing that thing that you love doing, whatever that is. Isn't that powerful? Doesn't that sound more like a retirement you dream of? Doesn't this sound more realistic and within your grasp than the classic goal of saving around a million dollars to retire? Isn't it much more achievable and realistic and fulfilling? How long do you think it would take you to pay off your debts, like your car, your house, your student loans, whatever debts you have? It's different for everyone. Maybe it's five years for you. Maybe it's 10 years for you. Whatever you think it is, I'd be willing to bet that it's a lot quicker than you think it is when you actually make that your goal. With a good motivating reason behind it, you get really serious about it and you accomplish it much sooner. After you're now debt free, how long does it take you to build up enough of a cushion to be ready to make that career change? The answer is not as long as you think. I can tell you that when you don't have any debts to pay off, and your income is all yours, and you have a nice cushion of savings for your worst case scenario fear, your fears of changing careers to something that you want suddenly become much less scary because you're not desperate for that job anymore. You're not willing to settle for your first offer anymore. You have the capital to start that business you always dreamed of doing and are financially stable enough to ride out the beginning months of trying to build your brand and your customer base. The key is you're free to do more of what you want to do. The reason that we had this whole discussion now, even though most of the listeners are probably not even thinking about retirement anytime soon, is because 
it's pretty late to try and start living out this dream when you're already turning 65 and wanting to retire with just your 401k savings. This is something you want to plan for in the 10 or 20 years leading up to your retirement. Not to say that all hope is lost if you are right on the edge of retiring already. There is still hope for you. It just might consist of shifting around some of your assets to better prepare yourself and maybe a little bit of a lifestyle change. However, if you want to be best prepared for living this dream, you have to start preparing now. You need to work on getting rid of those unnecessary liabilities that suck away at your income every month. You need to start planning for financial security by including in your wealth building a few more stable assets that won't kill your 401k when the stock market takes a coronavirus dive or a 2008 dive and you're stuck having to sell securities for income. You need to do this in conjunction with building wealth in your tax advantaged retirement accounts. You need to work on being realistically prepared for a possible lower income when you switch to that second phase of your career. There's a whole movement on this idea right here. You know every movement has to have a catchy name. This is the FIRE movement. F-I-R-E. Financial Independence Retire Early Movement. It's all about setting yourself up to be leaving that job you hate that is making you work 40 hours per week just to live and being ready to live off of a salary of what doing what you love would make you. It ends up leading to this retiring early mindset because planning to retire with an income leads you to be able to retire maybe 20 years earlier than you thought because now you're not planning on no income. You're just planning on having possibly less of an income. But what if you spent your first career working years planning for this and say you bought a rental property that would help make up that income gap that you now have. Now you're doing what you love and you're making the same income and it's more secure because it's coming from two separate independent sources. I want to end on this note. If the doing what you love hobby that brings you income in that second career phase truly brings you happiness, you will do it right and you will do it well. Your service will be excellent. Your attitude, outstanding. People will take notice. If this consists of you working for someone, then it's not uncommon for you to rise in the ranks fairly quickly because you're such a great worker. If it's running your own business, it's not uncommon for you to be highly desired and able to beat out the competition just based on the customer experience. I say all of that to say this, doing what you love may just end up with you making way more income than you did at that job you hated doing. There's so many examples of people doing what they love later in life and watching their productivity explode. For example, Home Depot, KFC, Martha Stewart's Magazine, Geico. These were all started by people past their 50s. As a matter of fact, a study done by the Census Bureau concluded that businesses started by people past 50 were almost three times more likely to succeed than businesses started by people who were 25. I think a big reason for that is that people starting businesses at 50 are only starting businesses if they are truly passionate about what they're spending all of that setup time starting. We all know that passion breeds success. So clearly, success in doing what you love has happened. It is currently happening and will continue to happen. Allow yourself the opportunity to do what you love doing by preparing yourself financially now to be in a position to be able to live such a fulfilling retirement life 
And who knows if the results may even pleasantly surprise you. I know I said I'd keep these episodes short, and this one went a little bit more long-winded than I thought, but I just wanted to put this thought-provoking idea out there. There is so much to talk about on the topic of preparing for retirement and what it will look like. This episode could go on for hours, but I'll have to end it right here. As a coach, I'm here to help every step of the way. As always, visit collarfinancial.com or email coach at collarfinancial.com if you have any questions or need any assistance. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the Collar Financial Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the channel if you enjoyed the show. See you next time.